0: Welcome to Insights with Sue. Let you join in and hear our superintendent as she talks about souls under the altar. Blessings above, my brother and sister. This is Superintendent Janice Battersby of Shekinah Worship International Ministries, Shekinah Worship Center, Bermuda. Greeting you one more time. Our pastor is Reverend Dr. Maria A. Seaman, and I bring you blessings. For this, another insert, into our series Insights with Sue, that's Superintendent, that's me, and I'm coming to you with another portion in our exciting study called Escape the Coming Night by Dr. David Jeremiah. Our church has been doing this study now since January, and what it is, it's a chapter by chapter, verse by verse, walk through the book of Revelation. Now, A lot of people, in fact, I would say the majority of people that I know and probably that you know, have not read the book of Revelation. And many of them will say it's a scary book. It's mysterious. I don't understand it. All of those reasons, we've all had them. But let me tell you something. When you do this study, it's amazing how clearly the word of God speaks to you. Not only do you understand, but you can see in today's world, scriptures, prophecy coming to pass. It's an exciting study. And so what I'm doing in this series is just giving you some little bite-sized portions of certain lessons, just so that you can get an idea and maybe whet your appetite for doing this study. We're actually currently, as I'm making this recording, we are doing this study by zoom lessons thursday nights it's facilitated by shekinah worship center but not everybody that's in the study is a member of shekinah worship center in fact thanks to zoom we can now get members from the caribbean the uk from all over it's a 43 lesson study and i'm going to share with you from lesson number 16. Number 16 is titled, The Souls Under the Altar. Now, I'll give you a little bit of background. We're so far into it now that if I give you all the background, I'll never get to the lesson. What we understand and what we've learned is that the book of Revelation was written by the Apostle John. And he was imprisoned after Jesus had died and he was buried and he rose from the dead and he ascended into heaven, the disciples and the apostles went out and spread the gospel, spread the good news of Jesus Christ. However, Rome, who was ruling at the time, didn't like that because they wanted everybody to worship Caesar. So whoever would preach about a different king would wind up in prison or worse. And so John was put into prison on the Isle of Patmos in the Aegean Sea. And while he was there, he received a vision from the Lord of the end times, what was to come. And he was told to write them down. He wrote letters that he sent to seven churches in Asia Minor. And we've talked about that in different portions of our series. But he also received a vision of heaven and what was going to happen after the rapture. The time of tribulation, the time of Christ's reign for a thousand years, the battle of Armageddon, the new heaven and the new earth, the new Jerusalem. He had visions of all of those and he was told to write them down. And that's what's become the book of Revelation. Now, of course, it's we take it in manageable pieces because it's a lot to understand and a lot to turn over in your mind. And so this particular lesson focuses on a portion of scripture, Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 to 11. And it's short enough where I'm actually going to read it and then just discuss it a little bit. Just plain English, just our understanding, so that you can kind of get an idea about what this is talking about. So Revelation 6, 9 through 11 says, The Lamb opened the fifth seal. Then I saw some souls under the altar. These were the souls of those who had been killed because they were faithful to God's message and to the truth they had received. These souls shouted in a loud voice, holy and true Lord, how long will you judge the people of the earth and punish them for killing us? Then each one of them was given a white robe. They were told to wait a short time longer. There were still some of their brothers and sisters in the service of Christ who must be killed as they were. These souls were told to wait until all the killing was finished. And here ends the reading of God's word thus far. What a message. My, mind. So. It opens up at the Lamb opening the fifth seal. Now, what we've learned is that in heaven, the Lord has a scroll. And this scroll consists of seven seals. It's rolled up in a way so that different portions of this scroll have a wax seal that keeps the scroll closed. And the the question is asked in heaven, well, who is worthy enough to open this scroll? And what we learn is Christ himself is the only one who is worthy to open the scroll, which which then starts to administer God's justice and judgment upon the earth. Now, Jesus earned that right because he died and shed his blood for God's creation. But he was put to death by God's creation. So who else should judge but the one who was killed by God's creation? my my he was the only one who died sinless for our sins the only true judge the only righteous judge so he would be the one so we learned about the first four seals which were the four horsemen of the apocalypse and we have that in a prior teaching however this fifth seal doesn't necessarily show any action taking place. It shows what's happened after action. And what we see are people who had been killed during the tribulation because of their preaching of the gospel of Christ. Remember how I said Rome didn't like anyone teaching or preaching about another kingdom? Well, there's going to come a time, and we even see it now, to be a Christian in 2021 causes so much Anger and hatred by people, and they don't even hide it. And we also know about Christians in the Eastern Hemisphere, it doesn't happen so much in the Western Hemisphere, but in the Eastern Hemisphere, who are being beheaded right now because of their faith in Christ. So we know we're living in the shadow of these times that we're reading about in the book of Revelation. I guarantee you. If you take the Bible and the newspaper, you will see the newspapers catching up to what the Bible prophesied thousands of years ago. And so here we have the fifth seal, which was opened. And John sees these souls, these people who were killed because of their faithfulness. It says they had been killed because they were faithful to God's message and to the truth they had received. So that's why they were killed. So you know what? I remember growing up and, and even now I still hear it, the prosperity message. God is going to give you this. God is going to give you that. You're a king's kid. Whatever you touch is yours. Name it and claim it and decree it and declare it and all of that. But you know what gets missed? is the suffering that we're going to have to do because of our faith. Somehow that has gotten missed over the last 40 years of my life. Of being very aware of preaching and the messages that are being preached. We haven't heard about suffering, really suffering. It rose off our tongue because we memorized scripture, but now we've got to live that suffering. That these souls were killed for their faith. Now, this is after the rapture. That's done, that's over with. Whoever was a Christian, a true child of God, whether dead or alive, have gone up. They have been taken out of the earth. What is left is the tribulation. We are now in that period where the tribulation and the great tribulation are going to take place. That's coming up in future in other lessons. But these people were killed because of the testimony of Christ. And they were under the altar. Now, what we learned was this This isn't necessarily a physical altar. In the Old Testament, you had, the Jews had a physical altar upon which they would sacrifice animals in worship to the Lord. And the blood would run down the sides of the altar and into the bottom to show that that sacrifice was complete, that it had been done. Well, the souls here, we learn of those who, after the tribulation now, we're talking mainly about the Jews. You see, the Jews, when Jesus was born on the earth, The Jews knew that a Messiah would come to free them from bondage. But many of them believed that that was physical Rome, that a Messiah was going to come. He was going to have an army and they would go out and they would defeat Rome. So when Jesus didn't do what they expected, they did not believe he was the Messiah. As a matter of fact, because Jesus... Proclaimed himself the Son of God, the Jews handed him over to be killed. So there are still Jews today who are waiting for the Messiah to show up. However, once the rapture takes place, people are going to be out of their minds because the Jews in particular are going to realize this is true. Jesus is the Messiah. And many Jews will receive Christ into their hearts. You see, God made a covenant with Abraham. You read way back in Genesis 12, that Abraham and his descendants would be God's people. God covenanted with Abraham. God promised himself that Abraham's people would be his people. God hasn't forgotten that promise Thousands of years later, God has left the door open for his people to come into his kingdom. But when they rejected Christ, God opened up salvation to the whole world. Okay, if the Jews aren't going to accept Christ, I'm going to open it up to anybody and everybody. But there's going to come a time where God is going to focus his attention back on his people, the Jews. He's going to take the church, those us, the Gentile world who he opened up salvation to, he's taking us out of the way so he can deal with his people, save as many of them as possible, and then he's going to pour out his wrath on the rest. Nobody will be spared. The same gospel that saves is the same gospel that condemns. It's your choice which side you want to be on. And so the body of Christ has been raptured. Now comes the time of tribulation. And we're not just talking about the Antichrist. There are going to be natural disasters that will be going on. There's going to be war. There's going to be famine, disease. People are going to be, if you think that coronavirus is stressful, this is nothing compared to what is coming. This Coronavirus is a shadow of what is to come. Pay attention. Nothing happens by coincidence. God is a God of order. He knows exactly what's going on. Do you, is the question. And so God is focusing on his people. There are going to be those who will be killed for their faith because they will find Christ after the rapture. And they will not bow down to the Antichrist. They may die from starvation. They may be killed. There may be some natural disaster where they will die. But these souls in particular, they say, Lord, how long until you judge the people of the earth and punish them for killing us? So there will be those who will kill anyone who is a Christian or who does not bow to the Antichrist. People will be murdered, butchered. They will be slain for their faith. They have to be. They missed Jesus' death. Jesus died a horrible death for us, so we would not have to die that death. But after the rapture, that time of grace is finished. Jesus said on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That was the time of grace. That time is over. The Lord is coming back in vengeance now. And these souls are asking, Lord, when is that gonna happen? And God gives them some clothes to wear. Now, that was a little bit of a conversation because the question's asked, well, what clothes do souls wear? Remember, these people were killed. This, we're not talking about human flesh here. The human flesh is in the ground, but these are the souls of those that were killed. We don't know. The Lord is going to give them something with which they were given a white robe to wear. It's an interesting study, I'm telling you. They were told to wait a short time longer. Why? Because there were still others that had to be killed. My goodness. Now, hearing that on earth sounds horrible. Who wants to die? Who wants other people to die? I mean, you know, you would be written up for something like that. But on the other side, for those who are in heaven, who are washed by the blood of Jesus, Lord, come on, let's go, people. Bring them, bring them, bring them. We want this thing to be over. I mean, how many of us now with this coronavirus are saying, Lord, when are you coming? I'm tired of this. Well, that's the same way that they were. and But they wanted vengeance for those who had beheaded them because of their faith. And the Lord says, hold on. Not yet. There are still more to come. And so you can almost imagine, like I said, they're they're hoping, they're wishing these people would hurry up and die so that the end time could come so that God would have his day. God is going to have his day. What side do you want to be on when God has his day? He's allowing the enemy to have his way right now, but only for a time. We think it's a long time because we are enclosed in time, but God is timeless. So when we criticize and judge God for taking too long, God's taking a long time because he would have it that none would perish. He would have it that you don't perish. He's waiting for you to get it right, but he's not going to wait forever. So make your calling and election sure today He could come tonight. He could come in the next hour. And then what side would you be on? Are you going to have Jesus' blood washed over you? Or are you going to have to give your own blood if you accept Christ? And you know what? We're told that for those that have rejected the teachings of God, rejected Christ, they're not even going to have an opportunity after the rapture to receive Christ. That's a scary thought. You will be sealed. Be sealed by Jesus. And so the souls were told to wait until all the killing was finished. It's amazing. God has a plan for each detail. He has a plan. We just have to wait on him. Be impatient. We think that we know it all and we don't. But that's faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We have to have faith. You know, we're being told in these days to trust the science. We're being told that a shot and injection is perfectly safe, yet you have to sign a waiver to say that you won't hold anybody or the government accountable. If something goes wrong, that doesn't tell me that that's safe. But the blood of Jesus, you can depend on but it takes faith. The same faith that you're being asked to trust in mankind. Why can't we trust in God? Yeah, you ask yourself that question. God has a purpose for each delay. And like he said, the cup of iniquity is not yet full. Now, we're talking about in the book of Revelation, whatever day that is. When you read the newspaper now or you look at the television and not even the programs, just look at the commercials. Listen to the mass shootings that are going on. Listen to the wars that are going on. Listen to the human trafficking, about the human trafficking, the sex trade that's going on. The cup of iniquity isn't full yet. That tells me that things are going to get worse. See, we can't be surprised by what we see. We shouldn't be if we know God's word. You know, Dr. Jeremiah opened up this lesson telling us about history and how the Jews were martyred, the Christians were martyred. He talked about Hitler. And I've learned about how Hitler just gradually came in and he took over power. He, Pastor Seaman told us about uh, visiting Germany and learning how the, the messages of Hitler would just be played over the loudspeakers continually until people's minds were changed into what he wanted them to hear. I learned about how Hitler moved his people into the church and had them take roles in the church, how he targeted the youth. We're seeing signs of that today. We're we're seeing the subliminal seduction in commercials and Programming, cartoons. We're we're seeing how people are not going to church anymore. They're not taking their children to Sunday school. And now you've got coronavirus. How many of them are tuning in to programs of the Lord? It's everything else. We're seeing that happening again. This is not new. But when you know the word and you know human history, you see it's just repeating the same things over and over But God says, one day, one day, God is going to say, enough is enough. And it won't be that we haven't been warned. We have the word of God. We have teachings, clear teachings. This escape the coming night is extremely clear in its teaching. So I'm going to leave that with you. It's a short scripture, but it's deep, very deep. There's going to be a time when the saints of God will be killed. They already are. How many more? And we're seeing this hatred of the word of God, even on our side of the globe, in so many ways. And it's going to get worse. But don't let that stop you from being bold for the Lord. Be even more bold. Stand on the word of God. Measure your life up. With the word of God, you won't be disappointed. You know something? If this isn't true, I even hate to say that, but let's, let's just imagine that it's not. What harm has it done to live a life with standards, you know, and even when you look at the effect of the coronavirus, it's shut down a lot of behavior that maybe should not have been happening in the first place. That's something to think about. I know not everybody's gonna agree with me, but that's okay. Those of us who are focused on the Lord, I'm telling you right now, we're busy. We're focused and we're at peace. So here you go. This is uh, the souls under the altar, martyrs. Are you a martyr today? Not necessarily that people will kill you physically, But how do people treat you because of your faith? Don't be surprised if they hate you, if they say all manner of evil against you falsely. That's part of being a Christian. They did it to Jesus, they killed him, and he is Christ. But stand on the word. If you win just one soul because of your standing on the word, God is pleased. So that's it. I hope you are encouraged. And I welcome you to be a part of our teachings. Send us an email at swim at logic dot bm. We invite you to be a part. As I'm doing this recording, we have just finished lesson number 16. The lessons are showing on Swim TV, channel 24, cable. And who knows where we'll be when you join. But you know what? We would just be so excited to hear from you. To get you all set up to take part in an amazing journey. So that's it. I pray blessings upon you and I thank you for tuning in. Blessings above.